Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. In the flesh. You've got him. Uh, it is Matt Mosley. And uh, we start another week of broadcasting. The expanded show. The big show. Three to six every every afternoon. An extra hour of sports and advice. Aaron, do we give advice? I don't know. I don't know if that's what people come to us for. We do. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> Not great advice sometimes. But we do yeah, it. yeah. We give we give certain advice. Aaron, I think given what's kind of happening as we come on the air today in college, uh, in college football, we may need the sounder. Yes, Aaron. <laughs> there it is. There it is. And uh, Aaron, the uh, Pete Dammel of ESPN within the past hour has talked about it being a, quote, fluid landscape for the four leftover Pac-12 schools and said there's myriad options being discussed. That's a, by the way, they're, there are a couple of words sports writers love using that they think makes them sound really smart. One is plethora. They like saying, well, that's a plethora of interceptions. One is myriad. And they usually get it wrong, but Thamel got it right. You don't say myriad of options. You use the word as myriad options like he did. So he got that right. But, boy, sports writers just cannot get enough of myriad, but people mess it up when they say a myriad of options. It's just myriad options. All right, Aaron. I know. I know our audience was dying to hear a take on that right off the bat. Um, Aaron, this is what's happened though, and this is the breaking news part of this. In the next twenty-four hours, according to Pete Thamel of ESPN, there are two calls for the ACC to vet and have early exploratory discussions on the potential addition of Cal and Stanford. One is for ACC athletic directors, and the other is for the league's presidents and chancellors. Aaron, could we help the ACC and just kind of get everybody on one call? Like, is there is there some need for... We have that technology. <laughs> Do we get them on a Zoom call? Oh my gosh! I I heard some from somebody today, Aaron, that want they want me to be a part of a like a do an hour a week NFL talk on a station in the SEC. This is the Birmingham station, and they said, "Hey, we would need you to do it via Zoom." And that right there, Aaron, just about eliminated me. Like the <laughs> thought of just having to get on Zoom and having to set that up. And uh, so anyway, who knows? I don't think 
I, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do on that front. But now, Aaron, this is really interesting. I do understand why especially Stanford would be somewhat appealing. And this is kind of interesting because it would give the ACC a couple of West Coast schools, a a group that is mostly out there on the Atlantic coast, obviously, from a regional perspective. Aaron, who who goes the most in the ACC? Who is not? <laughs> Let's think through the teams there. Is there anybody that's not on the East Coast? No. They're I all mean, you've got the Carolina. The you got, basically. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who went to the ACC that was of interest to us years ago. I mean, Louisville's um, kind of it, you know, but it's not that far. Kentucky. What is the, what is what is Louisville, and what is Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's in the ACC, aren't they now? Yes. Um. So those schools are in the. Well, what is West Virginia in? Is Pittsburgh in? Yeah, I guess they're all in the east. They're in the eastern time zone, except for the one you just mentioned. They may be Louisville, Kentucky is. I think they may be in the central time zone. Anyway, you have to think through all that. Yeah, they're definitely the furthest west. Everything yeah. else, like Virginia Tech, West mm-hmm. Virginia, Clemson. Or- so in a way, the ACC would be able to go out and get in another time zone. And I, I, I've said this the whole time, that Cal and Stanford seem like they, Stanford especially seem pretty attractive to me from uh, Olympic sports, from academics. Like I, I, even our own President Livingstone, and, and if, in case you missed our interview with President Livingstone as all this was going down uh, that afternoon. Aaron, I mean, I bet she was on the phone with us still or maybe like 10 minutes after we hung up the other day and <laughs> and, and they said, hey, welcome Arizona State and <laughs> it was not the rest long. of the four corner schools. It was within Arizona, an hour. Yeah, and we knew at that point the Big 12 had voted on bringing Arizona in, but I get it. She wanted to let Brett Yormark and his crew um, respond to all of this. Now, Aaron, within minutes Friday, I, I got to, I heard from your I heard I heard from Brett Yormark. In fact, we need to ask to get Brett on. But uh, always, Brett's just great communicator, and heard back from him immediately. <clears throat> now, Mac Rhodes is set to be on. Um, with us, Aaron, and he does a kind of a weekly thing on kind of an internet type situation, but uh, we always love having him on ourselves and uh, being the flagship, the big bad flagship. Um, he will be on with us Wednesday, all right, at about five o'clock is what we have him scheduled. So, as we're making some programming notes, and then today, Aaron, I wanted to tell everybody. Our old, our old friend Matt Lively from Channel 6. You know, everybody's leaving Channel 6 except the great Nicole Sheeran, who was doing her Georgia dog barking the other day. The uh, Man, that was quite a little, uh, a little deal that she did. But Matt Lively 
is um, is going to be on with us. He went to Arizona State, and I think he can speak to some of the weirdness coming out of Arizona State. In the past 24 hours, Aaron, the AD had some quote where he basically was just like, um, I, there's no way I'm going to uh, Morgantown. There's no way I'm going to West Virginia. I'll send our deputy uh, uh, AD. I'll send our deputy AD. I'm not going there. <laughs> you know, I just want to be like, Ray, think how lucky he is to have a gig. They had scandal. They had a mess. He hired um, the old ESPN guy, Herm Edwards, uh, former NFL great. And and they just embarrass themselves in all areas. And this guy wants to be making jokes about not going to, doesn't want to go to, he's like, I'll go down to Texas. I'll go hang out in Texas, but I'm not going to go to Morgantown. You ought to be thanking your lucky stars. You ought to be down on your knees praying every night, thanking the good Lord that the Big 12 was there as a as a landing spot. Because the truth is, we were about ready just to say, come on, Arizona, and we do not need Arizona State. But, boy, Arizona State, they came scrambling in. They caught the last bus out of town, the Pac-12. Same with Utah. Utah Utes acting like, what are they acting like? They're, Aaron, they're lucky they're not out there with Washington State today, right? In Oregon State, just kind of wandering around the wilderness. Does anybody, does anybody know how to get a hold of Brett Yormark? I mean, Arizona wanted us. Colorado wanted us. So we want them. I mean, we're excited to have those two schools. Arizona State and Utah, I like. And I think their fans will end up liking us, okay? So I'm not going to try to, like, hold, you know, say game locked. I'm glad to have them. But stop saying ridiculous things. Stop embarrassing yourself. And that's what Ray Anderson is doing. The, the director of athletics for Arizona State. Now, Aaron, when we get Mac on, let's start quizzing him on Arizona, okay, because that's where he went. He went to undergrad at Arizona. And so I would imagine when the Big 12 was vetting and thinking about, Aaron, how long does the vetting process take on these schools <laughs> when you're trying to expand a conference? I would say about 10 minutes. But now I kind of like what President Livingstone had to say. She talked about the landscape, the mountains. And, Aaron, she also talked about the American – what's the AAU, Aaron? The academic something? You American, know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh yeah. the, the academic side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like Academy an Academy of American thing. Universities. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Now, Aaron, we're proud – to say that Colorado, Arizona, and I think even Arizona State, they're all in that AAU. Now, who else do we bring? Utah, maybe? I don't know. I can't remember if Utah's in there or not. Maybe all four of these corner schools may be in that AAU. Now, Aaron, I don't – the Bears are a, are, a, are a Tier 1, R1 research. We need to be in that AAU – and surely we're on the way to being in if we're not in already. Now, how many other schools in the Big 12 are part of that thing? Uh, I don't know. I think that's a, I think that's a good question. I But it's nice to add four new ones. Is BYU in it? Can't answer that one. Is University of Houston in it? Don't think so. 
Um, Texas Tech, don't think so. Baylor and TCU should absolutely be in that thing. So I don't. I forget what the what the um, you know the entrance what 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 tier or what you have to do to be in that. But Aaron, by the end of next year, I think we ought to be admitted into that. Okay, because my gosh, we have President Livingstone. She's mo- like the most revered president around. Get us in the AAU if we're not already. All right, and if we're already in there, y- y'all text me and let me know. The, the um, two oh, schools. In the current Big 12 that are AAU schools are Kansas and Texas. So when okay. the four new ones arrive, there will be four. I don't. I think all of them are. Oh, maybe. you know what? You're right. I'll have to double check on yeah. Utah, but that was the only one I yeah. had a question about. Yeah. And uh, uh, so that's good. We're getting more. We're losing Texas. How will we ever survive without the Texas academics? <laughs> The intellectuals at Austin. Will we ever be able to go? Um, that's fine. We'll be fine. OSU's a great school. I mean, all the Baylor's like R1 or whatever that, that deal is. Got got a wonderful distinction on that. So, and, and what I do have to laugh, though, is Nebraska made this huge deal out of going to the Big Ten because they were going to get more like research grants and – and it was going to be it was going to be better for them to be in it academically, and they were in that Aaron that AAU the uh, whatever we're talking about the the academic uh, American academic and whatever universities anyway the they were in that, and then Aaron they got to the Big Ten and I don't know why but they were they were kicked out of the club. Nebraska is no longer in that deal. The AAU Aaron. Double check me on that, but I'm pretty sure. No, you're correct. Yeah, they were okay. they were one of like four schools that lost their AAU accreditation. Yeah, I mean, Aaron, how do you lose it once you have it? I'd like to That's I'd like question. to find out like to find out more about this. Now, if you're kind of wondering, like Aaron was the other day, now Aaron's heard me before, so I think he understood. If you're wondering why you heard me on Fox. Instead of ESPN, occasionally I do national shows on the weekend. And so Fox Sports Radio had me on. Um, and I was on with a guy named Steve Hartman. And Aaron, I got to say, it was kind of funny. Friday evening, I, I have this thought. I'm like, man, I need a, you know, this was, we did five additional hours. We're now three to six. And I kind of thought, golly, you know, I had to ramp back up to that and, it was a little, uh, you know, it was a little more than I've done in a while. And I kind of thought, I need this weekend to just kind of refresh a little bit. And then I get a call. Hey, Mosley, can you do three to six? Our exact, Aaron, our, the exact time we do on ESPN Central Texas, that's what they needed me to do on uh, Fox. And then so Friday night, Aaron, I, I was figuring out how I could, like, get all the proper components where I could call in and do that show, right? <laughs> so people in Central Texas did get to hear uh, me on the Fox. Uh, now, Aaron, how did you know? Were you just driving around? You happened to have it over there and you heard my voice or I don't. Yeah. Or did I you was, see me tweet something about it? No, I was uh, had a pretty relaxed Saturday afternoon. I kind of tuned everything out. 
mm-hmm. um, watching some Rangers. Then I went and ran some errands, and I was like, oh, hey, I know that voice. <laughs> but then I sent you a, uh, you know, a congratulatory text. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it read like that, but okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. That was fun. I mean, it ended up being fine. It went by pretty quickly. But uh, I ended up doing three hours on Saturday. And you just never know. The problem is, Aaron, they they have offered before to let me do it throughout the fall, like to take over during football season Saturdays. Aaron, can you see where that would be a conflict? Yeah, you, you're kind of yeah. busy on Saturdays. <laughs> so Saturdays in the fall, of course, we have – eight Baylor home games, and we do the pregame show before all of those. And our Baylor alumni kickoff show will debut on that first game, I believe that's September 2nd. Now, Aaron, one thing we're going to need to do later in the program, we can do it in Campus Confidential, we can do it a couple other ways if we want, but one of Baylor's early opponents, the Utah Utes, I noticed they ended up with a pretty nice ranking in today's AFCA coaches poll. You say, what's AFCA? Well, that's the American Foundation uh, uh, Coaches Association. The American is that what is that? Is that right, Aaron? American Foundation Coach. Anyway, it's uh, Grant Taft used to be the head of that. He was the president of the uh, and the main executive of the AFCA. In fact, to the point where. At one point, Aaron, they put the AFCA offices right there in Waco, and it might have been, might have been right there at the uh, the Hall of Fame building, Texas Sports Hall of Fame. But the A, the AFCA came to Grant. That's how big time he is. They said, "Hey, why don't we just move our offices to Waco, where Grant Taft is?" But the top twenty-five coaches poll has hit. And as the day unfolds, we'll give you more of that. Next, though, we're going to give you an opportunity to hear a little bit from the starting quarterback and the backup quarterback, for that matter, of the Baylor Bears. Our first chance this fall to hear from Blake Shapin. We'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bred, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, 
Culverts or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. I'm Kyle Tumbleton, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota's ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles, data compiled from more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Qualifications and rules apply. See Genco FCU for detail. Warning, free Genco Casasa checking may lead to a rise in disposable income due to cash back on everyday debit card purchases, refunds on ATM fees, and eliminations of so-called service fees. Increased satisfaction may result while operating your Genco debit card. If you suffer from chronic money loss, search for help at any Genco branch office. This has been a financial health advisory, courtesy of Genco FCU. My money, my future, my credit union, Genco. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were feeling it too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. You were talking about my driving. (sighs) I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. Quicker games, more action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com. Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays, but have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. 
It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And um, we come to you. Well, Aaron's in the mothership. I'm in the home studio. We're doing our thing. We got a lot going on today. A lot to catch you up on. In case you missed, as everything was breaking the other day, President Livingstone was on with us. That'll happen today at 520. Okay, we're going to let you hear it uh, because that was about 415 the other day. And so our drive time audience, well, we call all this drive time three to six, but five o'clock, a lot of people get in their cars. We'll we'll let you uh, hear some of that in the five o'clock hour today. Matt Lively uh, planning to join us at 420 today. We got a lot of breaking news. We got Pac-12 stuff. He went to Arizona State, so he'll weigh in on that. And uh, Lively's shown up somewhere in the San Francisco area now. And, Aaron, let's – I guess we'll have to use his old graphic. We're going to have to update that at some point with – but I think we're okay today. We'll just – we'll stick with his old one. But he is now a CBS Bay Area sports anchor reporter. For KPIX-TV. And then he's a Cronkite ASU grad. Oh, man. That's that where that Arizona State thing comes in. So we'll get that updated to reflect his new place. Oh, Aaron, that's CBS News Bay Area. All right? He's with CBS now. I think he used to be with NBC6. So great to, uh, great to have Matt Lively on with us today at 420. Now, Aaron, I wanted to let, let our folks hear over the weekend, I believe this was Saturday, the uh, quarterbacks talked, and Blake Shapin got to talk for the first time in fall practice. Baylor's starting quarterback. John Morris on the scene, as always. And John was, uh, well, he turned it around, got us the audio, as he tends to do. And so want to listen to some of this. And, and as we listen, we'll react to some of this. Okay, but I want to let you hear. You'll hear some of the questions. Sounds like Bryce Cherry, maybe Jerry Hill, a lot of, the, a lot of our buddies out there. Got a new, we have a new Waco Trib reporter. Aaron, we'll have to try him out on air at some point. Sounds like a tryout. Okay, we'll have to give him an audition. I believe his name is Zach. Zach Smith. All right, I'm a, I'm a big-time reader of the uh, Waco Trib and so I'm anxious to kind of start seeing how he's going to cover this beat and all of that. Of course, we're huge fans of John Werner, who has retired and gone to the mountains. He's like hiking somewhere as we speak. No, I think when John's in town, Aaron, he just spends his afternoons with us, listening to us, you know, kind of second-guessing some of the things I say. But that is how John Werner wants to spend retirement, and who could blame him? Who could blame him for spending his afternoons with the Matt Mosley Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, let's listen to a little bit of Saturday's uh, uh, press availability with Baylor quarterback Blake Shapin. Blake came out this morning that, uh, uh, you know, one of the Bears brothers is up for the Remington Trophy on the watch list already in preseason. How has their impact been felt already this early in the, in the fall camp? 
Yeah, uh, both of the brothers, they're, they're very competitive. Um, they like football. They like to be around, you know, all the guys and things like that. So, um, yeah, they're great teammates. I wouldn't want any other guys blocking. Um, and they lead the other guys, so that's the best thing. They, they pull along the other guys, and just to have them on that line has been great. Before you came in, sort of was raving about how you've been playing and helping him past couple months and said he hopes you have the year of your life in terms of your, this season. What's your relationship been? Who, who is it? Who? Sawyer, Sawyer. Oh, Sawyer. And how has it developed over the past couple yeah, months? Yeah, no, Sawyer's been great. Um, he's developing. He's a great player. He's a great person. Um, just having him in the room, he has a bunch of energy. He lights up the room every time he walks into it. So um, just to be able to have a guy like him too, to be able to push me, help push the other guys around us. He's a great leader, um, has been has been good for us. What are the personal expectations that you set for yourself at the team this season? Um, I think we want to win a Big 12 championship and go to the college football playoff. Um, that's the goal every year for us to be able to, you know, set those goals and have those standards and be able to raise them. Um, and right now that's what we're doing in fall camp, just, just coming to work every single day to reach those goals and we're just taking it day by day right now. Like how much was an emphasis on adding some weight and when you find maybe that helps you be more durable or what was the purpose of that? Yeah, I think, you know, it goes into being more durable. Um, but also just being able to sustain those hits. Um, I think last year my body kind of took a toll a little bit on some of the hits that I was taking. So I think that's going to help be able to wear some of those hits down a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's been good. I've, I've gained like, I think 15 pounds, something like that. So um, I feel like I can move the same and things like that. So it's it's been good. All right. Blake Shapin, Baylor quarterback, in his uh, media availability over the weekend, that's pretty interesting right there. 15 pounds. Now, Aaron, I've, I think I've done that the same this offseason, but just done it a little bit different way. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, to he says going to help him sustain hits, that kind of thing. But, I mean, that's most quarterbacks, and I, I've seen him. I mean, he looks solid. I don't think it was weight. It was any kind of weight like, oh, no, he's he looks overweight or he looks puffy or something like that. I think this is a a solid 15 pounds. And, you know, Blake's funny because he he does have a lot of arm talent. I think he's sturdy enough. You don't look at him and go, oh, man, that guy's big. I mean, you see Sawyer Robertson, his backup, and you're immediately like, whoa. I mean, that guy is tall, can move, can run. That is like an NFL quarterback size, 6'3", or whatever. Shapin's more like, to me, looks like about six foot even. He may measure out at six one. I don't know. Um, and but that's pretty cool. I mean, I in fact, um, I'm looking forward to kind of being in one of those media sessions and kind of getting a look because that's um uh, that I mean you know we saw him in the spring looked like himself looked normal, but uh, and I talked about how he sounded. I thought I thought he I thought his presentation sounded really good and I was impressed with with his leadership and just some of the things he was saying but to but to kind of have a transform transformation body wise Aaron I think that's good man and I something tells me the 15 pounds he put on is not via like chicken tenders or something like how I would choose to put it on or cheeseburgers in and out whatever 
Um, I mean, it sounds like he probably got in the weight room and added it in the proper way. I also liked Aaron the other day on a different note, Aranda, you know, talking about how those guys need to be carrying around all that water with them, right? Um, you know, big jugs of water to stay hydrated, to be able to get out there at practice. They're going to do, you know, some indoor, some outdoor, trying to keep those doors shut, to keep the air conditioning in. Aaron, that's good. I think that's good advice for all of us. I don't drink enough water. If you're going to be outside, like I was out playing tennis this morning. Now, I tried to beat the heat, but by the time we finished, it was 1030 or 11. I mean, it was hot. You got, you've got to, um, even if you're kind of indoors a lot, like I tend to be, I, th- I still think you ought to be consuming lots of water and hydrating. This has been a public service announcement from the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, continue with a little more of, of Blake Shapin. Blake came out this morning that, uh, uh, you know, one of the Bears brothers is up for the Remington Trophy on the watch list. Of already right now. Blake, how much was an emphasis on adding some weight? And when do you feel like maybe that helps you be more durable? Or what was the purpose of that? Yeah, I think, you know, it goes into being more durable. Um, but also just being able to sustain those hits. Um, I think last year my body kind of took a toll a little bit on some. You came out kind of red hot right out of the gate two years ago, and then you kind of had that first collegiate struggle last year. How did you want to deal with that? What was a big kind of mental barrier that you had to cross to get through with that stuff? Yeah, it was tough. I mean, any time that, you know, you don't have the season that you want to have and um, to be able to perform like we did the year before um, was kind of tough. That was, you know, nobody's goal of what happened last year. And, um, yeah, the season was long and it was tough, but I think that it was good for me to be able to grow from it, you know, see what it looks like going through a whole season, you know, experiencing some losses and, and things like that. I think that has been good for me. Um, I've been able to learn and grow from it. So I'm just looking to, you know, take things from that year and the year before and be able to keep moving forward. Has having a guy like Sawyer in the room helped you and, and kind of boosted your confidence so far? Yeah, no, it's been good. Yeah, to be able to have him in the room, he's a, like I said earlier, he's a great leader. Um, he's a great football player, and to be able to have him in the room, it's been great. So brings energy every single day. So just be able to have him in the room boosted our room. What have you learned from him? Um, All right, um, talking about uh, the backup quarterback, Sawyer Robertson, and um, I kind of got the feeling, Aaron, that Blake at that point was kind of like, okay, are we going to keep doing this? Like, how does it boost your confidence to have – I mean, this guy is – I mean, Blake, I think, is extremely confident. He's won the job. The team's behind him. So I don't, I don't really understand, like, how the backup boosts the – I mean, unless he's like the hype man or something, he's out there just kind of telling everybody how great Blake is, which, I mean, he, he is, but I don't, I don't really understand how the backup boosts your confidence. That's, that's odd to me, but that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes, sometimes interesting questions like that lead to interesting answers. But, I, I mean, I think Blake wants to talk about Blake and the team. And I'm I'm not really you know sometimes you got to kind of move past the competition. He's already won the competition, but Aaron, let's continue here. Here here apparently here is the the follow up question, which is like, 
What have you learned from Sawyer Robertson? I wouldn't necessarily that say I learned anything from him. I'd say that, like I've said before, you know, he's a great leader. Um, he's a great person to be around. Um, I think we both piggyback things off of each other. We watch film together. Um, and we just learn from each other every single day. So it's been good to have a guy like that in the room. Richard Reese has been one of the most hyped preseason uh, players in the Big 12 this year. What, what are you feeling as a backfield tandem with him right there by your side every snap? Um, Richard, he's great. He's athletic. Um, he's smart. Um, he's a great teammate. Um, all the guys on the team like to be around him. So um, he just adds, you know, we have got other guys in the room that are great too. Um, but just having him come back for a second year, um, having one year under his belt has been, been good for him and good for our team. How much confidence do you have in the receiving core? Uh, a lot. Um, the improvement that they've made has been tremendous. Um, with me and them, um, we worked all offseason, like I said previously, um, you know, on routes and our connection and things like that and being able to grow together. Um, I wouldn't want to have any other receiving core, and I've said that before, and I'm serious about it. So just to be able to have those guys, the work that they put in is great. Um, and they're great athletes, so I'm, I'm excited. You know, Aaron, I always want to be like, are you are you sure you wouldn't? I mean, you. I'm glad you like them, but like, what would they? What would you? What if he said like, I I might trade them for Georgia. <laughs> I might trade them for Ohio State's wide receivers, but I like the attitude. I mean, Monterey, Keytron Jackson coming in, Hal Presley who apparently had a great day um, on, I think, Friday, and they get banged up a little bit Saturday. Um, they, they've got some they got some guys who can make plays on the outside. Uh, Cameron, Josh Cameron. Uh, it, 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 the list goes on and on. And I, I, I really um, – it's a pretty good core. Um, Armani Winfield is another name we need to re- kind of remember. And then Aaron, a guy that I haven't even heard anybody really talking about, uh, played at uh, the guy, I always forget, from Heath, Rockwall Heath. I mean, just a flat-out burner. You know what I'm talking about, Aaron? You remember the uh, – he's a return guy, too, a threat in the return game. But he came out of Rockwall Heath. And, of course, I'll, I'll remember here in a second. But anyway, really good. Got great speed. Um, so they have they have the proper they've got smaller slot guys, and then they have people that can climb up there on the outside and get open downfield. I think Keytron's one of those. I think Hal Presley's that. Monterey can certainly get open deep, but he's more of a a space matchup uh, problem for teams. It's a good group. I mean, it's a fun group, and so I I uh, I agree. Aaron, let's go one more w- from Blake. Because I heard whoever, it might have been Jerry, they were going to ask him about Keytron Jackson, the transfer from Arkansas. And I wanted to see what Blake said about him. Um, Athletic ability, strength. um, He's tall, he's big. I mean, anything that you could ask for in a receiver, he's got. So, you know, he just brings depth to the room. And he's, he's an amazing guy to be around, too. So. How much more comfortable are you as a vocal leader now compared to maybe last fall? 
Um, yeah, I think I've grown a lot in that area. Um, just wanted to be that guy. If, you know, if things weren't you know going right or somebody needed to step up and say something, I wanted to be that guy. And, um, it's tough being that guy sometimes, um, especially if you don't talk a lot or you're more to yourself. But I've had to step out of my comfort zone a little bit and grow in that area. So yeah. Was there someone? All right, that's Blake. Blake Shapin, and you could tell. When he talks, I mean, he's not, he's not the guy that wants to like go on. I mean, the new guy like loves being on the stage. I mean that in a good way, not like, Oh, give me attention. I'm just saying he, he eats it up. He's got no problem. Like, Hey, I I'll be the face of your organization. Let's not, that wasn't totally natural for Blake, but he's okay. He's doing fine. And you don't want somebody to be fake. And get up there and start doing rah-rah stuff and being someone they're not. But, I mean, in front of the team, I think he has gotten. And I like, I kind of like the way, I think Blake is a little prickly in, in some, you know, with certain questions. I mean, I've asked him things over the past that he's kind of like, eh. I mean, I, I like that. I like that in a quarterback. And, and I think whoever was asking I mean, most of these guys are just so nice. They'll answer anything. Okay, you get up to the NFL level, and some of these people will be like, I mean, that's a ridiculous question, or I'm not answering that. But I kind of liked when he when somebody said, what have you learned from Sawyer? What do you think he, I mean, like, saw, I mean, he's answered all the Sawyer-Robertson questions he wants to ask. He beat the guy out. And, and his answer was something like, well, I don't know if I really learned anything from it. I thought I liked the honesty. I mean, enough about Sawyer Rob. I mean, like, I'm all for it. And we'll hear from Sawyer later in the program today. I'm excited about him. I think if he gets on the field, he's going to perform like crazy. But for now, this is Blake Shapin's team. Blake Shapin doesn't need to be up there answering, like, what have I learned from Sawyer Roberts? Sawyer Roberts just got off the train. He just showed up at the what? what train comes through town, Aaron? Out there by McGregor, the one that used to come. Is that? Uh, it's Amtrak. Is that Amtrak? Mm-hmm. He just got off Amtrak, and he walks into town. And we want to. We want Blake Shapin to tell us everything that Sawyer Robertson has taught him so far. He just got off the train. Goodness, let's let him be on campus for like a month or two before we start asking that kind of stuff. All right, Aaron. As I always tell people, though, if if if. For anybody that criticizes questions, you you always have the the right to show up yourself, right? I need I could be down there asking questions, which I am a lot, but it wasn't there the other day. And by the way, it's a fine question, but I kind of like that Shapin answered it like that. Kind of like eh, I don't I mean I don't know if I've learned anything from him. That's good. That's that you. Hey, that's okay. If your quarterback has a little bit of edge to him, that's a good thing. Okay, we don't always have to be like the Chamber of Commerce out welcoming everybody to town. He beat the guy out. It's his team. Let's let him talk about Blake Shapin. Let's let him talk about his teammates. Okay, we'll worry about he can worry about Sawyer if he somehow loses the job to him during the season. I don't anticipate that happening. All right, Aaron, let's do some uh, NFL blitz. Let's do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. 4.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we added a high-yield savings account just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash. 450 save and open your account in under five minutes. Wow. Uh, what'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 4.5% APY. Plus, you can take your money out anytime you need it. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY's annual percentage yield. Membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit EECU.org slash 450 save or call 800-333-9934 for details. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview.
now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You hear the music. You know what it means. It is time to kind of dig in on some uh, NFL breaking news across the league. And there's some things out there that have uh, grabbed my attention. Let's first turn. Oh, by the way, Aaron, I saw this. I thought you'd love this. Big headline today. ESPN.com. Fantasy football players to avoid the do not draft list. All right. Um, Also, they have a beginner's guide to fantasy football. And they have a top storylines rookies sleepers for 2023. I would have to think that Aaron Sexton, who is in like three or four different fantasy leagues, reads every everything he can get his hands on in this regard. And Aaron, um, well, I'll let you lead. Are you hitting the uh, Are you hitting the Cowboys at all? Yeah, that's my blitz? first three stories. Let's uh, Let's turn it over to you then. First, we will start with the Cowboys having problems. In the kicker department, no surprise. It's basically a repeat of last year. Today they chain, they uh, cut kicker Tristan Vizcaino. That leaves Brandon Aubrey as the only kicker on the 90-man roster. Both have struggled throughout training camps, proving kickers such as Robbie Gold, who kicked for the 49ers last year, and Mason Crosby, who's, of course, kicked for the uh, package for many years, remain available, but the Cowboys have yet to express interest in adding a veteran in eight pack added padded practices this guy made only 22 of 35 attempts and was just four of eight in dallas's most recent practice <laughs> saturday after being the usfl's best kicker during their previous season yep i mean it is interesting to go out there in an empty stadium a mostly empty stadium in the USFL and perform really well like that. And you get into a, uh, a training camp and there's a pretty decent amount of fans that are milling around in the stands, but still that should be a relaxed atmosphere and uh, could not get the deal done. And I don't know this team always seems to put itself behind the eight ball when it comes to kicking. And sometimes they'll stay with kickers too long. Greg the Leg went through some issues. Aaron, was that who it was last year that had that incredible run of like missing a bunch of extra points and really struggling and getting the yips? Was that was that, that Greg the Leg? No, that was Brett else? Maher. He could, oh, ma- Maher. He could make yeah Maher. Excuse me. He could make everything over sixty yards, but anything under thirty, he would just shank to the left and right every time. It seemed like. Wow. Wow. I remember that stretch. I just couldn't couldn't remember the kicker, which kicker it was, but wow. That was a tough stretch of kicking. But might be a time for the Cowboys to go back to having an actual kicking coach on the team. For many years, that was Steve Hoffman. And I kind of like Steve. He was a tough um he was actually a pretty uh rigid um he was not what you would think you would encounter with a kicking coach 
But he was tough. He was tough on the players. He was tough on the kickers, tough on the specialists. But right now, Cowboys can't seem to get this thing figured out. And we'll see who else they uh, they bring in as the Cowboys, one of the worst kicking competitions in the NFL, continues on. Cowboys are set to get one of their draft picks back, back on the training camp field for the first time. Head coach Mike McCarthy told ESPN's Todd Archer that rookie tight end Luke Schoonmaker from Michigan, the second-round pick for the Cowboys in the April draft, will be available for practice starting tomorrow. So the Cowboys rookie tight end will finally be on the field. He's been dealing with foot issues. The Cowboys also have Jake Ferguson, Peyton Hendershot, among others in their tight end group. And Jake Ferguson from all reports has been having an outstanding training camp. Well, you know, we had a one-on-one with Jake, ESPN Central Texas did, when we were out there just a week and a half or so ago. Jake uh, needs to be their number one tight end. But Schoonmaker, if you're going to take somebody second, second round, you need somebody to step in and play and help you immediately. And that was a little bit of a strange pick based on college production uh, when you're talking about taking someone at that point. But uh, now that Schoonmaker is ready to get out on the field, that will be a point of interest. I do not think Luke will be ready for this coming, uh, this Jacksonville preseason outing. I don't think you'll see that. But uh, it'll be interesting to uh, monitor Schoonmaker as he gets ready to roll. There are quite a few big-name running backs still on the free agent market, but a couple of those could be signed soon. The first is a very familiar name, obviously, to the to, uh, Dallas Cowboys fans. The Patriots remain highly interested, according to Sports Illustrated, in signing Ezekiel El- Excuse me. According to the Athletics' Jeff Howe, the Patriots have remained highly interested in signing former Cowboy running back Ezekiel Elliott they're also considering, uh, oh, excuse me, the uh, 28-year-old Elliott is also in the mix to sign with the New York Jets, who are obviously having their own running back problems with Brees Hall coming off a knee injury in the preseason and their other three backs. One of them is Michael Carter, who's a third down back, and the other two are rookies and second-year players who were either undrafted free agents or drafted very late. All right, um, really hope it works out for Zeke. Would like to see him out there. Um, hated the thought of seeing him playing for the Eagles. I think that would be a really tough sight for all the Cowboys fans. But <clears throat> as much as Cowboys fans like to beat up on Zeke in recent years, it's, it's kind of what some of them deserve. I mean, this guy played through a lot of pain, put up huge numbers for the Cowboys. I think he should be celebrated. It's not always the case. Not always the case with one of the most finicky um, groups, fan groups, fan bases in the country in any sport, and that is the Dallas Cowboys fan base. But that'll be interesting to uh, monitor and see where he ends up. Aaron, I had one for you. Okay. Speaking for the first time publicly, 
since requesting a trade this offseason. Tampa Bay Buccaneers Pro Bowl linebacker Devin White said Monday, quote, well, you never hear, you never hear a player, by the way, say something along these lines. He said, I got a little selfish. He said he's returned with a positive attitude and is focusing on the 2023 season. He said, I, I don't think it's just about being paid. It's just about being a guy who was drafted here and doing a lot for this program. Just want to be the long-term guy, you know. Just want to be a guy like Levante. He was. He's been here forever. I wanted to be the next guy. And, you know, we just didn't make it happen when I wanted to. And that's why I kind of got a little selfish, even knowing I still had the fifth-year option and that was a thing in place. And, I mean, I guess early on you didn't, you don't realize that. You just know, like, hey, I'm at the end of my contract. Let's get it in. Lock me in. I know I feel comfortable here. He was the Bucks' fifth overall draft pick in 2019. And very, very uh, interesting to kind of see someone admit and say, hey, I think – I think I, I've been a little selfish with the way I've treated this. And um, I, I, I kind of li- I admire that. Devin White, really good player. And uh, <clears throat> I, I think he wants uh, – he's trying to move himself into a situation where he gets similar recognition as like a Roquan Smith or Fred Warner from the Niners. And um, – you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how the uh, how this Bucks they've been known for their linebackers, and we'll just kind of see how this thing shakes out. But uh, uh, it does it does appear that he'll make Aaron eleven point seven million dollars playing on the fifth year option in two thousand twenty three. Um, I don't think that's bad. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, and I understand it though. He wants a long term deal. And he feels like he's the future for this team at linebacker, especially a team that has always valued linebacker position almost more than other teams. They they always have great coverage linebackers, off-the-ball linebackers who maybe aren't the greatest pass rusher types but play off the ball, drop back in coverage, play the run beautifully. And um, I think Devin White will eventually get taken care of. Aaron, I do think it's funny. It tells you everything you need to know about the Cowboys to see that, like, even with a bunch of huge news out today and all the stuff from the U.S. uh, national women's team and and that team coming up short uh, early yesterday morning, that the Cowboys kicking situation kind of led all the stories on ESPN.com. Literally. I mean, just like that that was the number one story when I looked earlier today. (laughs) Tristan Vizcaino, um, that he had been dismissed from the team or released. So, as Aaron said, Brandon Aubrey, the only kicker on the 90-man roster after the release of Vizcaino. We hardly knew you. (laughs) All right, Aaron, did you have one more? One more. The uh, NFL Players Association released the top 20 players in merchandise sales. And there are three Cowboys in the top ten. 
Would you like to guess who's number one overall and who those three Cowboys might be? Hmm. I mean, like <clears throat> jerseys. I caps, would think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. I would think Mahomes would be number one overall in the league. A- absolutely. Rodgers has to be up there pretty high. He's number but, two. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm doing okay so far. Cowboys-wise, um, it, it would be Parsons, Dak, and I'm not doing the order. I'm just saying who it would be, and maybe CD. <laughs> not only are you correct, you actually got the order right. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at this. Okay, so we mentioned Mahomes and Rodgers were number one and two, followed by Joe Burrow. Micah Parsons is number four. Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts are five and six. Dak is seven. Josh Allen, eight. CeeDee Lamb is nine. And T.J. Watt, who is not playing this year, he retired last year, still in the top ten. Oh, no, no, that's his little brother. I was thinking of J.J. T.J. Watt, the uh, Steelers defensive end, is number number ten. Do we – do the players get any percentage of those jerseys? I will effort to find that. I'm not sure. That's a great question. I mean, we've kind of tried to address that in college football. They certainly deserve it in the NFL. But I don't know. It may just go in one giant pot. And I don't know, uh, other than just for your ego, if there's anything that goes back to the players. Surely there has to be. If not, the players need to negotiate for that in a big way. I mean, because they're making that merchandise off, off their... Aaron, say it with me. Name, image, and likeness. <laughs> I've heard that before. Uh-huh, uh-huh. NIL. Let's bring it to the NFL as well. I guess we already have it. All right, uh, Aaron, good stuff. That is our blitz, our NFL blitz, our daily look around the NFL that we do at 345. we got people, even Aaron, over in France right now that are listening in. The Baylor basketball team, when Bill Peterson and some of those coaches travel John Jacobs, Tweedy loves our show. They listen to us wherever they're traveling. So even when they're in Europe, and they love these little quick hitter type segments where we just like boom, 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 we hit a bunch of th- stuff. They always tell me, hey, we love that. We love that. So shout out to uh, Alvin Brooks third, Coach Nunes, um, uh, Luke Sermon, the whole, the whole group. Uh, appreciate all you guys. And Scott listens too. He's just not as vocal about his 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 uh, listening as some of these guys are. All right, uh, Aaron, let's let's um, reset. We got breaking news that involves the ACC. We got more realignment news, and then at four twenty, we got a big time guest lined up that is in Arizona State. We'll call him our our Arizona State insider. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. 
At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. Everything we do, we do for you. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to First Central. Have a winning season with First Central Savings Blitz Play. Quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, one of Arizona State's well-known alums, joins us in just about 13 minutes. And um, this is really a lot of interesting stuff uh, floating around out there. And, um, um, I mean, I, I there's NFL stuff. There's college stuff. I've been loving watching even just some of the – Aaron, some of the 
like footage coming out on the on the little bit that's allowed to be watched in the Baylor practices. We heard from uh, Blake Shapin earlier. I kind of enjoyed. I, I spent a little bit of time this morning listening to some of the tight ends. Aaron, uh, boy, Jake Roberts and others, some really talented tight ends for the Bears. And um, Drake Dabney, I've always been a huge fan of his. Um, we will do at 440, we'll do Campus Confidential. And I'm certain we'll talk some realignment. We'll also talk about the coaches poll coming out today. The American uh, Football Coaches Association came out with his poll. Aaron, I was watching our man Grayson, who writes for the Internet. Uh, he uh, he he was out there taking some footage of uh, uh, of Byron Vaughn's, and man, I uh, <clears throat> I uh, may, he's talking about him providing a major pass rushing boost for Baylor's Jack position in two thousand twenty three. There have been some good players there, but watching him, six foot four, two hundred and thirty-eight pound prospect, only had six and a half sacks in two seasons at Utah State, but had thirty-one quarterback pressures, according to uh, Grayson of Sikkim. I, I mean, I, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive, and I'm just kind of watching some swim moves from him. Also, like Aaron, one of our one of our local groups put out there on Twitter. They they it it had the uh, coaches poll. Like Brett McMurphy listed it all out, and they and they did a retweet and said Baylor's not in it. Oh, thanks, thanks. Like I mean, I think we can kind of gather that the Bears, uh, uh, Aaron, and we'll talk more about it again at four forty. The Bears end up in what I would call. 33rd place they did receive some votes received about 28 votes i'll tell you who had more votes though and i love i love the coach i love the team utsa utsa was up there threatening to get in this coach's poll they're about number 27 or 28 the team that was just on the cutting room floor just missed out that'd be the iowa hawkeyes the the 24th and 25th teams really interested interest me. First of all, Aaron, you got to hand it to the coaches because they didn't. There's some stuff out there, like that FPI or whatever they use for ESPN that has Texas really high, like even maybe top five in the country. Um, the coaches poll has Texas number 12. I thought that was reasonable. They're very talented. Sarks never had a team finish that high. Um, so I, I think that's a reasonable place for the Longhorns. That's not as, I think the coaches kind of have that right. I'll be interested to see where the writers, uh, where that AP poll is released. See where they, um, Notre Dame came in right after Texas. Now from a, uh, from a big 12 standpoint, of course, we're still counting Texas for now, but the big 12 mainstays, the folks that are sticking around frog 16th, Aaron, thank you. Thank you to the coaches for recognizing the Frogs. I don't care who they lost. I know they lost a great quarterback. And they got a nice one coming in. You know, Ch uh, Chandler Morris, a good quarterback. 
but they had the Frogs 16th. That's about right. The Big 12 media disrespected the Frogs. And again, I'm no frog apologist. I'm not on here pom-poming for the Frogs. But if you play for the national title, every other team in the country would be in, in their conference, would at least be in like the top three in their conference. They had TCU fifth. They had TCU's arch rivals, the Baylor Bears, sixth in that one. In this one, in the AFC A coaches poll, TCU 16, defending Big 12 champs, K-State at 17. And looky here, Aaron, I feel bad for the Beavers. Oregon State sitting at 18. Don't even have a conference. 2024, Oregon State's just going to be out there kind of wandering around. Anybody want us? Anybody like us? I mean, I – and, Aaron, we got we to gotta explore this. There was somebody from the Mountain West that was making some great points about, like, how the Mountain West should handle this whole thing. We'll see. We'll just see where Oregon State ends up. But they're good. I mean, that really stinks that it comes down to more about, like, TV – and prestige than it does actual production. Because Oregon State, I think, won 10 games last year. And the coaches poll has them 18. Aaron, the Sooners check in at 19. Um, I don't know if they're going to be that much better. Can't be any worse. That was one of the worst years since Stoops took over. I mean, that was, you had to go way back to the end of the John Blake era to have anything rivaling what we saw. Okay, Stoops did not have those kind of down years. Venables did. Let's give him an excuse of all those players transferring and new coach, new new everything. I, I think that's fine. I think 19 is a good spot for the Sooners. Aaron, I would just say, it. and by the way, the Red Raiders and the Aggies, 24th and 25th. I... The reason I kind of admire the coaches' poll, and Aaron, it's a lot of times the coaches, once you get in the season, they just kind of hand things over to their SIDs. Say, uh, Brent, uh, they say, Brent, would you, uh, Brent Ingram, would you, would you mind filling this out? Now, I don't know if Baylor does that. Aranda strikes me as a guy that might actually do the research, look around, and, 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 and do this legitimately. But a lot of them hand that off to people that work and, and, or, or maybe, uh, keep up with this stuff a little more um Aaron for the coaches to have the Aggies 25th that's pretty low for A&M did that surprise you that A&M was ranked that low in the coaches poll yes and no I mean it did because they have a lot more talent than the teams that are usually ranked 25th, but they mm-hmm. were just so disappointing last year with almost as much talent. So, I mean, they, I think a lot of the voters are like, you know what, I kind of got to see it. I wish they'd be that way with Texas too, but I, I think that people need convincing that Texas A&M yeah. is, is significantly better than they were last year because not only were they did they significantly underachieve last year, they also lost 25, 30 players to the transfer portal? Yeah. And, and they, 2022 was, the like, the greatest class in the country. It was the number one recruiting class in the country. 
and the Aggies weren't able to do anything with it. And I think they found out the hard way that paying a bunch of NIL money isn't always the answer. I like where the Bears are. I like where Baylor is just kind of lurking. And, Aaron, there's an early season matchup that will kind of give the Bears a great opportunity to possibly get ranked early. And I'm not talking about opening with Texas State. The Utah Utes come into Waco. I think that'll be almost like a pick 'em game. Bears may be favored by one or two. We probably have access to that already in some form or fashion, but the real, the it'll probably be about even if if Utah wins its opening game and they stay right around fourteen. The Bears down there at like thirty three get to play a tough Utah team. Aaron, I find it very funny that the or just interesting that Baylor faced BYU twice. BYU now in the conference. Face Utah this season, Utah now in the conference. We're supposed to play Houston during the pandemic. Game had to be called off at the last minute because of uh eh, I can't remember which team it was. I think I think it was Baylor had too many COVID cases and could not field a team against Houston. All these matchups, Aaron, and all these teams ended up in the Big 12. Utah now a member of the Big 12. All of this is just fascinating to try to get our arms around. All right, Aaron, let's uh, let's visit with our old pal, and he's now out there in the Bay Area. It's none other than Matt Lively, who is a Arizona State alum. Let's talk to him about one of the newest members of the Big 12. That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully, because now there are new regenerative treatments available here. Hi, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, is now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics nationwide and has treated thousands of patients with incredible success. Their advanced protocols are an exciting way to manage pain from arthritis and injury without surgery or steroids or pain pills. If you got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, well, that's me. You need to check out these new treatments. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself. Call now to schedule your free consultation with the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. <laughs> Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. 
Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you have a litter-free state of mind, you get the answer to all of life's great questions right in your head. Like, am I a jerk because I let trash fly out of the car window? Yes. If I throw garbage out of my truck and no one sees it. Really? Can I be fined up to $2,000 for littering on? Yes, come on. And should I dispose of litter properly because I'm a proud Texan? That's exactly what Don't Mess With Texas means. Get your litter-free state of mind today and don't mess with Texas. A message from Dot. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. A familiar voice, familiar face to all of Central Texas. Let's bring in now CBS Bay Area sports anchor reporter Matt Lively returns to the Matt Mosley show and who knew I mean we were going to have Matt on any chance we get anyway but who knew that his alma mater would somehow land back in the big 12 so he's moved out there closer to his alma mater but he could have stayed in central Texas and just watched his alma mater come into Waco and come in to hang out starting in 2024 Matt uh how are things going, man? Are you, uh, are you, are you settling in? On, in are you kind of a Bay Area type personality now? Man, I'm emotional. I'm emotional is what I am. I'm getting to talk to Matt Mosley. Mm. Aaron, Aaron called me. Great to hear his voice. Uh, I'm emotional that the Pac-12 is dead, which we're going to jump into. Uh, and yes, I am a Bay Area 
type now, I guess. I love the weather here and the water's nice. Um, but listen, now I get to come back to, to Waco sometime to see the old Sun Devils play. Not what I had on my bingo card, but here we are. How long does it take you to get? I guess you got to fly, right, from where you are. I'm not going to walk get... it or drive it, so yeah. Okay, yeah, to get over there. To, I was just thinking about you getting to Tempe. Um, now, boy, I, I, pre, I bet Cal and Stanford really feel from the bottom of your heart. I was just looking at this recent tweet. I feel terrible for Cal and Stanford, but how is joining a fully East Coast-based conference fair to student athletes matt that that horse has left the barn i mean you're yeah, i guess so they all i mean are four of these teams now on the west coast that'll be flying to the east coast and middle america as well to play in the big 10 at this point cal and stanford looking for survival and if the acc offers them a life raft um at least you get to play Big-time basketball, I mean, somewhat big-time football. You remain at a seat at the table. I mean, it's the, it's the difference in getting something crazy, you know, like 4 to $7 million a year and at least eking out 20 to $25 million a year or something in that neighborhood. So I, I, see, um, I see no issue here. I think Cal and Stanford should be extremely excited if the ACC is indeed talking to those schools, you don't. Do you, do you disagree with me? Financially, sure, they're going to get more money going to the ACC over if they somehow manage them to to get into the Mountain West, which I think the package would ultimately be Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, Stanford joining the Mountain West. You have a sixteen team conference at that point. Here's my issue: it's the travel of going East Coast, and let's think about it from both ways. How many how many coaches who are currently in the ACC are raising their hands right now, not talking basketball or football, which I know is kind of the issue here because those other coaches don't really have a seat at the table right now. But if I'm a softball coach, if I'm a baseball coach, if I'm swimming, I don't want to fly to, to San Francisco on a, on a Wednesday flight, have a game Thursday, get back on Friday. And if I'm Stanford and Cal, you have to consider that as well. And, my issue with conference realignment right now is that we're, you know, the NCAA pushes the term student athletes. That couldn't be further from the truth. You know, these are just money makers for them now. They don't care about the mental health of these of these kids, of these athletes who are going to school and have classes. I mean, we're talking Stanford and Cal. These are two of the more rigorous uh, courses and schedules that these students have. And now we're expecting them to go transcontinental nonstop what are we doing this is nuts i mean i just i can't get behind putting that kind of pressure and stress on someone in college i'm not i'm not far out of college i can't imagine doing that kind of travel while playing a sport while also trying to keep up in school what what is the alternative though playing inferior competition or being and and i mean what why did they go there they probably a lot of them went there to play in the pac-12 and have a chance at something big. Obviously, that doesn't seem to be happening in football right now. But I mean, how can I mean the only way you can justify trying to upgrade and have good facilities and be good is to get involved in this. I'm I'm all with you on the. I mean, I hate the 
you know, the mental health aspect of this and all that. But, I mean, surely what Stanford ought to be doing is dipping into that endowment. I mean, we're talking billions upon billions of dollars in endowment, and they rarely shift it over there to sports. It might be time if they want, if they do worry about the mental health of athletes, and we could debate whether they do or not, let's charter some flights. These student athletes you're talking about, they'll have to fly commercial. Um, you know, get them, get them on a private plane. Get them across the country. I mean, that's what you're going to have to do. I mean, that's the trade-off if you want to remain in big-time college athletics. And, and it remains to be seen if Cal Berkeley and Stanford actually do. Because quite honestly, even in the Pac-12, they weren't making the commitment needed to, ma- needed to stay at this. Like David Shaw, that whole thing had gotten incredibly stale. And you've been out there, and now you can kind of see it all in person. I used to think Stanford was this magical place. And from what they tell me, the facilities, even the baseball, they're great at baseball. And the park's not that great. It's not even that, it's not even that nice. That, that, that really, really surprises me. But uh, that's interesting, though. You do not want these. Uh, well, so do you, not, do you think this is going to happen that they're going to end up in the ACC? My, my guess is no. I, I just think it's going to – I mean, hey, who, what, what, what does my guess mean at this point? I, I, I didn't think the Pac-12 was going to fall apart completely last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and in reading with The Athletic today, it was like on Thursday night at 11 p.m., it, it seemed like the Pac-12 was sticking together. Yeah. And then the Big Ten made their big push with Fox. Here's my argument for the Mountain West is, it might be inferior, but these are athletes, student athletes, whatever we want to call them, who they're going to really good schools. So the schoolwork matters a lot to these kids. Not only that, we're now they're the big fish in a small pond. Now we're going to a to a, a larger college football playoff system. There's a chance that they can be one of those group of fives that gets in, being Stanford or Cal, whoever has a better year in football. That's their ticket to the college football playoff. In March Madness, win your, win your conference, win your tournament. You get to go. Um, so th- I think there's something to be said for playing as a still an elite athletic program in a smaller and maybe more inferior conference. I mean, they are going to have more recognition than they were in the Pac-12 where they weren't winning anything in recent years outside of maybe baseball with Stanford. Yeah. Yeah, that's, boy, I tell you, it's interesting because you're kind of out there now in that world. What about um, what about Matt Lively joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas, CBS Bay Area. What's that affiliate now? CBS. You've gone over to CBS. Any, is that helping you any with your golf or anything? I mean, does that CBS affiliation get you, you know, to cover some of the nicer tournaments? I expect you to be at Pebble. All right, the AT&T Pro-Am or whatever we call that now, you need to attend that event next year. That should be on your list because that would only take you, golly, you could be out there in an hour, an hour and a half with no traffic, and that's never the case. But, I mean, you literally could be out there in about an hour and a half at Pebble just kind of hanging out. So you, you definitely need to get on that deal. I've been told we'll, we'll be doing some pre- and post-round coverage uh, live from Pebble, which will be a whole lot of fun. I was, you know, there was a rumor of Nick Faldo 
potentially giving me private lessons. I, that hasn't come to fruition quite yet, um, but I'm still holding out hope. You know, we, we get the master's package there, so a lot of perks. Um, whether or not I'm on a plane to Augusta next year, I don't know if that's happening, but who knows? You know, maybe just if I put on some CBS <laughs> swag, I, I might shave a few strokes. The one thing that is kind of tough about it is I do have the same affiliate as one Chris Williams, and it puts a bad taste in my mouth, but that's okay. I can overlook that. Um, but yeah, you, you, you cannot know, be cons- you can't be concerned about anything happening in the state of Oklahoma. All right, he he was desperate to to get around the Sooners, and now he's turned himself into a Sooners softball. He's now like mm-hmm. the OU soon, and in fact, he was getting on to me. How could you not have me on during like the Oklahoma? softball world series i was just like listen i care about baylor softball i mean i and i like i like softball but chris was really giving me the blues at big 12 media days you should have seen him around that dean oh he was on his best behavior that big time oklahoma city anchor or whatever that guy from norman who played quarterback at for the sooners dean blevins I've never seen Chris just, oh, Mr. Blevins, what could I do for you, Mr. Blevins? Can I hold this for you? Goodness gracious. It's like driving around a golf cart or something. But, uh, oh, oh, you know, I love Chris. To him later. Yeah, I gave him a, no, I gave him a huge hug. We were very excited to see each other. Y'all have left me with, I mean, my gosh, I'm having to meet new people down here. I got the ABC guy. He's He's about 16. No, he's a nice guy, actually. The new ABC guy just got out of UNT, like, literally two years ago. He he went to Meridian, Mississippi. He is very nice. I kind of like him. Uh, And uh, and then uh, Nicole Sheeran still hanging around. So Nicole and I. I Don't forget the great Nicole Sheeran. Come on. No, no, I like Nicole. And then Darby, of course. And, again, I think they brought Chad chad some one of our local affiliates so we're trying to move on but all you guys left me and i thought that was very rude uh i guess maybe y'all got offered more money or something but uh tell me this uh, matt lively arizona state where's that fan base right now i, I think that the ad and the president are kind of they're not that excited they they, they wanted the pac-12 to hold together it didn't maybe they'll get on board with it what about the fan base? Well, you've been monitoring some of these sites and wherever Arizona State people get their news and weird fan sites and, and chat rooms. Um, are they coming around, or is there some excitement about it, or are they still kind of in almost a, a time of mourning? What's the state of the? What's the, kind of the the uh, state of mind of Arizona State? And for people that don't know, Matt Lively is an Arizona State alum. And he went to that famous Cronkite school there, where they still uh, put out some journalists from time to time. What, um, <laughs> where, where is everybody's head uh, right now about this move to the Big Twelve? Morning is a good word. Shock comes to mind. I think if if a whole bunch of ASU fans were on a boat with Ray Anderson and Michael Crow in the middle of the Pacific, they might, you know, tell them to go tube or something and forget to connect the rope to the boat and then drive off and never come back. Um, I would say this, I, I believe, you know, Michael Crow was Larry Scott's uh, kind of crony and second in command. And so I, I blame Michael Crow with the destruction of the PAC 12. And I don't say that lightly, 
Um, they asked uh, Ray Anderson and Michael Crow the other day, you know, if they take any responsibility for the destruction, and Ray Anderson acted like he was all offended. Listen, when your names are on the ledger and the time period in which the Pac-12 was destroyed, if your names are there, you were a part of that. They had plenty of opportunities. Just two years ago, when Texas and Oklahoma announced they were leaving, I mean, think of the state of the Big 12. Think of what the Pac-12 could have done coming in to get TCU and Baylor and Oklahoma State and whoever they really wanted. I'm sure there could have been an easy pitch to get them out west when the Big 12 looked like it was going to crumble, and they did nothing. Um, and so I think ASU fans are just bitter right now. The Pac-12, man, 115 years, a lot of tradition, a lot of history. As Bill Walton likes to say, the Conference of Champions. And it's just dead, and it's upsetting. And I don't think anyone has any hostility against the Big 12, although Ray Anderson is making fun of West Virginia because Ray Anderson, I mean, gosh, I can't think of a worse guy to run a college athletic program. But I don't think anyone's upset that we're in the Big 12. I think it's just still some some sadness that the Pac-12 is gone. All right, and I, I'm, I'm just sort of curious here. About this head coach, uh, uh, Arizona State's gone through some coaches, as you well know. Um, Kenny Dillingham comes in there. You know, Arizona, this Jed Fish has my attention a little bit for how he's been recruiting. Uh, Dillingham certainly has some credentials and, and um, you know, has, has to – I would think, you know, based on where he was – at Oregon, people have to feel pretty good about him. Where, where is the – what's the state of the Arizona State football program? And even before all this, had Dillingham pumped any life back into this thing? Is there any feeling that you all have that you could make some noise in this, uh, in this new-look Big 12? Yeah, K- Kenny D is the answer, man. He is – and, you know, supposedly Ray Anderson didn't want to hire him, so that makes me like this guy even more. Um. He coached with Matt Pallage, obviously, and when I was still in Waco, I asked Matt, you know, what do you think about this hire for Arizona State? And he couldn't have been more complimentary of Kenny Dillingham. He's an Arizona guy, went to high school there, went to ASU. He coached some of my buddies' JV football teams back in the mid-2010s. So this guy knows Arizona. Um, He has activated the Valley. That's their rally cry. I think for 2024, they already have a top 10 recruiting class. I mean, they'll be shuffled down a little bit, you know, when the big names start to come off the board to Alabama and Georgia. Um, But he's got a lot of excitement behind the program. This is a homegrown guy. This is exactly what the the program needed after the mess that was Herm Edwards. So I'm pumped up. I'm excited. And, you know, we're going to have one more great year in the Pac-12 and then I'm ready. You know, let's see Baylor and ASU. I don't know if the morals are going to match up here, Mosley. We've you've you've taken some shots at my alma mater, uh, whether it be, you know, some recreational activities that are done out there or whatnot. But we're going to see what it's, what it's like when ASU plays in Waco, and what those ASU fans, you know, kind of make of the downtown Waco area and uh, things like True Love and uh, Freight. I'm I'm curious what it's going to be like. Yeah. You no longer have to publicize these local bars to to try to get free free drinks. Okay, you don't live here anymore, so I don't know when I'm coming back. Yeah, well, we'd love to do. We'd love to have that. Uh, Dillingham said, uh, "He said now we need the fans in the valley. 
Well, y'all love to call that the valley. Golly, you ride it on everything. It's a little weird. But to get behind it, fill up the stands, show support, because we're going into a football heaven, Texas. Golly, what is Dillingham talking about? A football heaven. I mean, yeah, we got some, we got the Bears and the Frogs and the Red Raiders and the Cougars. But I mean, we got a lot of people outside the realm, the great state of Texas. I love that. I love the fact that I like that Dillingham showing a little passion and excitement. And I'm sick of it. Like you said, this crow. By the way, I don't know if you can tube in the Pacific Ocean. That seems odd. To, can you enter tube in the in the ocean? <laughs> no, but that's why it I want to like see a... them two out there doing it. <laughs> it's just out there, out there on a dual tube. Send them out there <laughs> on a little yacht or something, and then you never. Well, we don't want to. Yeah, that that happened with a uh, with some famous movie stars once. Um, and we we won't get into that story. Uh, well, I'm see. I and I was even talking to you earlier, Matt. That's going to be fun to kind of to get the 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 sense of okay, who covers what out there? Who's who do I talk to other than lively? Who's on that day to day Arizona State beat? Now, what about uh, hoops, men's and women's hoops? Now, Arizona has played some great women's hoops. I I am familiar with with their work in that in that respect. The Wildcats. But what about the Sun Devils? Um, uh, men's and women's basketball. Are we are are we we thinking they could come in and uh, and do well in what's an incredible men's conference and a, you know, pretty good women's conference? Yeah, the women would probably make me a little bit more nervous than the men. Um, I don't you know, Charlie Turner Thorne was there for many years. She's exited the program. Uh, to be honest, they have a new head coach. I haven't really kept up with it because that's where that program is on the men's side. Bobby Hurley over the years has brought in some of the biggest name recruits that we've seen ever at Arizona state. Um, and it's, as we like to say, a sleeping giant. We're just waiting for the one team that's going to finally make the push. It seems like we're always in the play in game for March madness. Of course, we had that awful, awful TCU buzzer beater, uh, heartbreaker this year. But we do have a nice history of beating up on Kansas from time to time, uh, just in the last six or seven years. And I think they'll compete. I think they're a middle-of-the-pack Big 12 team. Um, what it's going to be like when they play Scott Drew's squad, I don't want to – I don't like, I might turn the TV off. I don't know if I want to look when that happens. But um, if he continues to build the recruiting like he is, and maybe that's a sell. Hey, you get to now play Big 12 basketball, which is – the premier basketball conference in the nation, who knows? Maybe that ups our game even more. So I'm excited. I, I think the men can definitely hang around. I'm not as enthusiastic for the women's game uh, with my Sun Devils. I think they'll probably be a lower-tier team at the moment. All right, Aaron, if we ever need to talk Arizona State women's basketball, let's <laughs> let's not have Lively. I feel like he's yeah, really – Got that down. <laughs> he's soft <laughs> – He's kind of soft shoed this in that depth. area. Yeah, I think I do. I did. Well, I was able to do some research. the The head women's coach is Natasha Adair. Natasha Adair, and uh, right on the tip of my tongue, right on the tip of I, my tongue. I just, I, I, I like her work. In fact, I've been following her for some time now. Oh, get in out fact, of here. Um, no, heart, you, heart, you got her bio. You have her bio up right in front. I don't even want to hear this. 
um, Georgetown, Wake Forest. I'm just doing it off the top of my head. College of Charleston, and most recently, the oh. University of Delaware. Wow. We, okay, so we brought in Delaware. We brought in a Delaware coach to, to a Power 5 school. That's, do, there it is. Do, do not ever sleep on the mud hens or whatever. Oh, there's whatever Ray Anderson's Del- hiring. That's Ray Anderson's yeah. hiring if I've ever heard it. Hey, I do want to say I appreciated when we came out of commercial there, you had a California-themed song. It was Beverly Hills. I, I did just want to point out that is south. It's a little south, yeah. <laughs> a little south. You could have gone, you know, a very famous singer just passed away, has a great song about San Francisco, about leaving his heart here. Could have gone there. Yeah, we lost a good one, didn't we? Golly. Tony Bennett had uh, made it all the way to uh, age, oh, I think about 93, somewhere around there. Had a good run. Had a good long run. Uh, Tony B. By the way, my grandmother, we just celebrated her 100th birthday. Unbelievable. 100 100 years for Francis Hendricks Lawrence. And uh, also we celebrated the other day, number 46, for Joseph Logsdon, my brother-in-law. Matt, you want to do this every day? We'll just kind of talk about my family's birthdays. Actually, you and I share a family name. Yeah, lively, lively, yeah, uh, is uh, that's my. Me. I should send you a kit and see how how you know closely we really are related. Yeah, we dress alike. Some would say that's we right. look a little alike, although I've got a little more age on me. Uh, by the way, the Ferrety that F A H E R T Y, uh, the fall look. That I'm going with is more of those hoodies, kind of a fat, kind of a, a dress hoodie, so to speak. Okay. So be kind of looking in that area. All right. That's kind of okay. a yeah, new. You know, you got to keep me updated on that. I've I've completely uh, model my fashion after you. So that's a new angle for you. And they do. I bet they have some shops out there in the uh, greater San Francisco area. Uh, yeah, all right. They, uh, there's one, I live. I, yeah. I live on a street with one. This is this is what it's. This is what I've I've been dealing with I'm, I'm trying not to spend too much money but i pass this store every day and i think of mosley and a guy might as well get a pair of socks or something yeah what what uh how far are you away from water uh five minutes Ooh. walk five minute walk is it like a pretty beach or is it like real rocky and stuff gorgeous we're in the marina we're in the marina i did i got in the water yesterday i went to a beach and i jumped in yesterday it was about 55 degrees in the water oh more my of a gosh bunch, but it was good <laughs> i'm drinking green smoothies and you know i'm just living it up oh but you have sandals on today that is really yeah who's the i do who's like the head who's the biggest like who's the anchor in in your part of the world now who that everybody knows is there like one main like del hansen was for the metroplex who's that guy yeah. in the bay area the great, the great Vern glenn my uh he he works here with CBS, uh, thirty plus years in the market. He's incredible. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him, uh, and he's been incredibly gracious to me, taking me under his wing, and so having a blast working with him. All right, I tell Vern I may have him on at some point. Vern sounds like a guy I would enjoy visiting yeah. with. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, Matt, I appreciate you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be in touch with you soon. Anytime, Mosley. Great, great catching up and chatting. There he goes, Matt Lively. And uh, Matt does an outstanding job now for the Bay Area CBS affiliate.
covers the 49ers, whatever else is out that direction, and uh, does a uh, – they're losing one of their baseball teams. I'm sure it covers Golden State and uh, uh, really has a uh, nice time out there in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. All right, um, that was fun, Aaron, learning a little bit more about his thoughts. Arizona State, thought we had some good stuff there. Reminder, you'll hear – from President Livingstone at 520, the Baylor president jumped on with us yesterday with all, or excuse me, Friday, with all sorts of breaking news swirling. We had a really nice conversation with her about a lot of various topics, and we'll let you hear from her at 520. Next, Aaron, let's do some Campus Confidential with more breaking news in the realignment world. Who's headed to the ACC now? That's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust The Doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give The Doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that 
perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And we examine college athletics here, and... uh, we may uh, we'll stretch our legs here, Aaron, a little bit if we need to kind of move on into the five o'clock hour with this because um, a lot going on, a lot of uh, interesting college. We even have people showing up in the portal. Uh, we have uh, ACC news. We have Baylor football news that I've been seeing, and a little bit un- on the unfortunate side, quite honestly. Aaron, what do you? Uh, where are you starting today? We will start with realignment. The latest today, ACC leaders are set to begin exploratory discussions on the potential additions of Cal and Stanford to the conference, sources told ESPN today. Those sources caution that the two scheduled discussions are in the very, very early stages. One call slated with the ACC athletic directors, a separate call with the league's presidents that will take place today and tomorrow there will the uh, the possible move comes after the events of Friday, where Washington and Oregon move to the Big Ten, Arizona State, Arizona, and Utah move to the Big Twelve. And it's also reported in the ESPN article because that the main concern obviously is travel expenses and money that they would want those two to more than likely come in at a reduced share. Yeah. I would say those four leftovers in the Pac-12. I mean, I, there's not a lot of bargaining power. It's like you got a place for us. Oh yeah, ten million. Yeah, we'll do that. I mean, you know, you could really, and you don't want to totally uh, stick it to them, so to speak. I think ACC will be somewhat generous about it, but Aaron, I promise you. Florida State and Clemson, if they have to share even a single dime with these new folks, they'll be saying, no, 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 no. This will be about, will the TV people kick in extra dollars to have Stanford and Cal? I mean, I honestly, there's no network I've ever known about that would put in five bucks out to have Cal Berkeley on their, on their station at this point. I mean, I'm sorry. That's great. The people, they wear good sandals. They've got good smelling stuff there on campus in terms of some of the smoke wafting around. They've got good protesters in the area, but uh, they do not play very good at football. And they're horrible at basketball recently. And they used to be kind of good. Cal Berkeley could do some things. And Stanford impresses me. And I know they've fallen on hard times, but I... I mean, like I would, if I were the Big Twelve, I would consider, I would consider uh, 
uh, you know, adding Stanford in some way. I mean, I, I like that. The um, That's so interesting. Uh, Drake Toll, Aaron. Let's see. Let's see where... Uh, Locked on Big 12. Now he's doing the lock. He's going to do the Baylor locked on and the locked on Big 12. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's a worker, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That young man will put in some hours. Yeah, and he's apparently, you know, he's supposed to he's supposed to uh, uh, join us soon and help us out on a couple of things and maybe doing some, uh, some pregame work. With me out at the uh, games, my gosh, the man has extended himself. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, that's very interesting. Um, wow. Because I had, uh, yeah, had heard that. Aaron, the thing that always draw, would, would be crazy for me, I like podcasts, and I do one. I do a Cowboys podcast. But they require you to do, like, either, I think, five a week. And they have to be at least 30 minutes. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to be cranking out. And uh, and their last guy that did that, Aaron, said some made some really poor decisions. And so now they've got Drake out there doing his thing. All right, he's got Oklahoma. It's, it, this is very interesting. And the thing that Drake will do a great job, he's got the banner. He's got the... He knows how to upload all that stuff. Like, he'll all the technical aspects of this, Drake will handle well. And uh, it'll be good to have Aaron. We just got to keep our eye on Drake, okay? We just got to monitor him. He, he's a, he, he, gets, he gets pretty aggressive out there. But I think it'll be fun to have a young guy that's a bucking around everywhere, wanting to learn, wanting to challenge, wanting to ask tough questions. I, I, that's one of the reasons I've kind of supported him. Others find that to be a little much other organizations i like it and I, I think we uh i think we will put this young man to work all right aaron um what else do you have for us in campus confidential beta running back Quaylen jones is no longer t- with the team according to multiple reports he's coming off last season where he rushed for 462 yards and seven touchdowns. His departure comes after the additions of Oklahoma State transfer Dominic Richardson and former Franklin's All-State star running back Bryson Washington, who entered the program this year as a true freshman. Jones uh, played the role of power back for the Bears last year and split carries with Richard Reese and Squirrel Williams. Yeah, I got to say, I, and I saw this, and Brian Etheridge, I think, had this first. Brian's a longtime friend of mine from over at Sikkim. Uh, I, I I hate it because I don't know if it was a, a thought process where he didn't think he was going to get that many carries. I don't know what he did, if there was some attitude stuff, but it just didn't work out, and he's gone, and you're right, Aaron. I mean, that young guy you just mentioned, Bryson Washington, has my attention. That's a you know, that's a small school he ca- he came from, but man, in, in the spring, in that spring game, he looked like he had something. I mean, he looked he looked really good. Squirrel's out there like coaching somewhere now. I swear, I I think I saw Squirrel caught on 
in some kind of like GA. I, I, I cannot remember where it is, but I don't Crosby think Sproul, High School. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, he was. He had actually he he committed to Louisiana Tech when he transferred from Baylor, and I guess he decided he'd rather get into coaching than continue yeah. playing. And now he's an assistant at Crosby. Good for him. I mean, he's had some injuries and all of that, but I mean, you know, start his career, start his next part of his career. I I love Squirrel, and he'll always be a Baylor Bear. Uh, Aaron, I did have one for you. And, and the last thing on Quaylen, I mean. His one of his greatest moments was just running over some people at OU. I happened to be sitting down there near that goal line uh, in the stands for that Baylor OU game, and he imposed his will on the Sooners, and they basically gave up. And Quaylen just put his head down and ran over him. Now, if AJ Stewart, the new running backs coach, and Jeff Grimes, and there and Dallas Baker, who's a wide receivers coach, if that whole group has decided that Quaylon, Quaylon Jones isn't a fit. Listen, I trust them because they're not the kind of people who quit on kids. So if he's no longer part of the organization, there is a reason for it. More than just, ah, everybody's tired of Quaylon. No, that's not the way they function. So I would imagine Quaylon, you know, kind of got himself into something. But, again, I don't know the exact uh, so we won't speculate on that. But uh, Quaylen Jones, no longer on the roster, no longer playing for the Baylor Bears. Good running back. And, again, they just – but they they have definitely had two people in front of him, maybe three. Who else did you say, Aaron, a minute ago, by the way, when you said – you said uh, Bryson, you said obviously the new guy from, uh, from Oklahoma State, Dominic, you said – Richard um, Reese. Richard Reese. Anybody else? Did you name somebody else or not? Those were the three that I mentioned. I think okay. those are the okay. three highest on the Got it. chart. Got it. Uh, Aaron, I had one for you here. Big 12, according to Brett McMurphy, has, quote, no appetite to add any of the Pac-4 schools. Pac-4. God, <laughs> embarrassing. It's still, still weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Stanford and Cal and... Oregon State and Washington State. Those are the ones he's talking about. Or San Diego State. Sources told Action Network HQ, quote, we have no interest in doing anything, source said. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think if anything happened the rest of the way, it would maybe be, you know, like if Gonzaga, if it ever made sense to add Gonzaga in basketball. Then, then you think about it. But right now it looks like they got almost more than they bargained for. Four new schools on top of four new schools. So you got eight and eight. And that's what's crazy, Aaron, is like it, when it was just the four new schools, right, and it was going to be the Big 12, Baylor and Colorado and, or excuse me, Baylor and Tech and TCU – in, in Kansas and Kansas State and Iowa or Iowa State, you know, they kind of it see it felt more like they'll they kind of rule the roost, and maybe they will. But now that you bring these four pretty decorated in some areas, especially Utah football, I mean, I it's not it's it's not quite like that. It's not it doesn't feel that lopsided anymore, like. Utah coming alongside BYU, you got 
a powerful, powerful uh, group there coming out of Salt Lake City area and into Provo. So you know what I'm kind of saying, Aaron? It mm-hmm. seemed like Baylor and others were going to kind of have Oklahoma State would have the upper hand for a while until the, the new four got up to speed. This new group coming in, I don't know. Like, I don't think Utah has to get up to speed. You know, they're, they right. got a... They yeah, got a, they got a group they're bringing. It's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, they're coming off two straight Rose Bowl appearances. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking. All right, sir. What else do you have? The Bears picked up their second commitment for the 2025 class. It is offensive lineman Deshaun Bryant. He uh, is the second commitment. He joins quarterback Adam Schobel. Bryant. Committed to the Bears following his junior day and just announced it recently. He's from Duncanville, Texas. And the prospect this many years out, a lot of times don't have a lot of offers, but he did have an offer from TCU among some other smaller schools that he picked Baylor over. So a big pickup for Baylor on the offensive line for the 2025 class. Okay, we'll take it. That 2025, Aaron, th- those concern me because uh, a long time. Well, it, it is, but also it's when my it's the class my daughter is a part of, and it makes me think, oh my gosh, I, I only have two more years of her uh, here at the house, you know. So I'm trying not to think about I'm trying not to think about that. Okay, Aaron, listen to this. This is some Rothstein news from about an hour ago. Baylor will play Oregon State and Pitt will face Florida in the first round of the 2023 preseason NIT at the Barclays Center. Aaron, I think we I guess we knew the event will take place on mm-hmm. November 22nd and 24th. Right around Thanksgiving, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow, this one, um, this was kind of interesting. Did we know, did we not know this? I guess we knew Baylor was playing in that. We just didn't have the matchups yet. Right, we knew the teams. We just didn't know who they were playing. So now we know uh, they're playing Oregon State. And they'll, I, I, I'm assuming, we'll play the winner of Florida and Pittsburgh in the second game. I guess it's how they do, because sometimes they'll just have a showcase. This thing is called the preseason NIT. Yeah, I bet you're right. Because sometimes they'll only play like the one team. Yeah, and the other team will play, and they don't. But if the event, if it's his twenty second, twenty fourth, then the Bears will play. You remember that, Aaron? They did. They did this last season, and I can't remember what the actual event was. Maybe it was there, but I think Illinois was involved. Yeah, we were they wondering up... if they were going to play against Meyer or not. And I think UCLA was involved, right? Yeah, they lost the first game, I believe, and I, I can't remember who it was. It was a very good team, and then they ended up beating UCLA in the second game. Correct. Um, all right. And, by the way, Baylor, Aaron, <laughs> Rothstein has a uh, – is it Rothstein? Rothstein has a, uh, a top 45 that he puts out, the, Roths, the Rothstein 45. Baylor is currently ranked 22nd 
22nd in the Rothstein Please. 45. You think that sounds a little low? When, I can't. It's. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do. But yeah. we'll see. I mean, they have a brutal non-conference schedule. So they will definitely be prepared for conference in addition to the uh, preseason IT you are just talking about. They have the season opener at Auburn at the Sanford Pentagon against South Dakota. The Michigan State game at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, December 16th, and then Duke in Madison Square Garden on December 20th. So, Wow. It's a pretty amazing non-conference schedule for the Bears. I, I got to tell you, Rothstein's website, College Hoops Today or something, or anyway, if you click on his Twitter, Aaron, it his recent podcast, he's got Brian Dutcher, the coach for San Diego State, and this is college basketball. Colorado's Tad Boyle, I'm interested in that one because he's coming into the Big 12 soon. Cincinnati's Wes Miller, they're coming in this year. I mean, that these interest me. I got to tell you, they, I mean, because those are two upcoming Big 12 coaches. I'm going to listen to those podcasts and check that out. All right, Aaron, we'll do a quick uh, uh, reset on Rangers and Astros, and then it'll be time to hear from the president of Baylor University, uh, President Linda Livingstone. That is all coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner's Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes, and remember, we're just our beat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. 
Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and I appreciate that. Appreciate our unbelievable partners. I was just talking to uh, boy, Campus Confidential. Our our sponsor for that is Jim Turner Chevrolet, and and uh, Jim and I were uh, on the phone visiting back and forth just earlier today, and uh, love our local dealerships, and of course uh, uh, Ted Teague and his gang are uh, huge believers and backers of the uh, of the Mosley Show, uh, and I, that's why I should tell you right now on Samuels is your one-stop performance dealer in Waco. Over 25 Dodge Chargers and Challenger Scat Packs and Hellcats in stock and ready for the road. Last call for these high-octane Hemis. Get 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds with no payments for 90. 90 days, no payments for all 2023 Jeep brand vehicles. Um, that excludes the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer, but those, man, those things are cool too. 2.9% financing for 72 months on 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star, Bighorn, and Laramie Trucks. What a time. What a time it is out there as these dealerships are getting more and more inventory. And a uh, reminder, we will have... Um, well, we'll have the great uh, uh, President Livingstone on at about 520 here. And you'll get to hear 
Uh, we had President Livingstone on Friday afternoon as all this news was breaking. Now, um, I did want to take a peek for you real quick because we got, um, let's see, would you rather have Rangers or Cowboys news? Let's go with, um, let's go with little Rangers because um, I, I, it's just been so much fun, this back and forth with the Astros. We, you, you check the scoreboard to see how the Astros did. Rangers playing extremely well. The lineup today, this is good news because anytime Seager's out, you just don't want that to linger. Looked like that was just kind of a precaution. Gave him one day of rest. Seager is back in the lineup uh, for this evening. Uh, and the starting lineup it just came in for the game uh, in Oakland tonight. Aaron, only not that much, that many uh, games in Oakland left as they get ready to make the move. Um, Seeger's back in hitting second and playing shortstop. Uh, Garver, interestingly, is going gonna, is gonna to catch and hit fifth. Uh, Young, the big news is um, a fracture. Ball just hit him weird. He was trying to make a play on a ball, and, and you could tell it just didn't – something was weird with his, with his, on his glove hand, and it ended up being a fractured thumb. How long could it be? I, you know, it really – and, Aaron, I don't know if you've seen I – was, I was meaning to look to see whether or not they were going to do surgery or try to go non-surgical. I would say any kind of surgery – you literally, you could certainly be out for six weeks. You could be back in three or four weeks on a on kind of a non-surgical. See how that heals. Uh, so we'll continue to kind of monitor how they treat that. Um, Mitch Garver will hit fifth, where Young usually hits and play and and catch. Robbie Grossman in left field. Zeke Duran will move over there and play third base. And uh, it is, that's one of the times where having a super utility player like Duran comes in handy. He's had a home run. He got up to 14 home runs now in the season. DHing will be Sam Huff, the, uh, one of the other catchers. Uh, and then uh, Leody Tavares playing center and hitting ninth. Dane Dunning on the mound for that game at Oakland. Aaron, uh, Aaron that was a great, though. Uh, I mean, obviously, that was awful what happened with Young. And uh, hopefully they can kind of hang in there because he's such a great player. But I, I just think it was uh, it was really kind of an amazing to get those new pitchers, get to watch watch them over the weekend. We got to watch uh, uh, well before the weekend. We got to watch our man uh, Scherzer go out there to see how he would fit in. In case you're wondering, uh, Rangers uh, uh, called up. They're what they would term as their best minor league defender, infielder Jonathan Ornelas, and um, and that happened today as a reinforcement as uh, as Josh Young was uh, officially placed on the IL with a fracture in that uh, left thumb. Um, Rangers were awaiting uh, word on further testing before announcing any kind of timeline for Young's possible return. All right, a uh, lot going on. Wanted to get you caught up on a few Rangers items there. 
And um, Ornelas, I like that guy. I kind of want to watch and see how he fits in. This year they've had a lot of good fortune for everybody they bring up. Seems to uh, do pretty well, especially immediately. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's hear from the president of Baylor. That would be Dr. Linda Livingstone. That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Wings Pizza and Things is celebrating 16 years as your headquarters for great food and great sports. Wings Pizza and Things, where there's not a bad seat in the house to catch all the games on over 60 big screen TVs. With the NFL ticket, you're not going to miss any of the action no matter who your team is. Want the best in college football? Nobody has more games than Wings Pizza and Things. With a great menu to satisfy the entire family. The name says it all. Wings Pizza and Things. Temple's number one spot for great sports and great food for 16 years. Check it out today at wingsintemple.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes. And remember, we're just RB to Way McGregor. We treat you like family. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, President Livingstone, President Linda Livingstone joining us as we speak. President Livingstone, how are you? It's great to have you uh, back on the program. Are you anything going on in the in the conference today? Well, Matt, it is good to be with you. It's been a while since we've had a chance to visit, so I appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, there is never a um, boring day in the life of college athletics, I have to say. So, uh, you know, you you could pick almost any day and something interesting would be going on. How do you ever have time to work on non-sports issues, by the way? (laughs) I feel like you're chairing a lot of committees and everything. I guess you could hand off some projects and, and, and things, but my goodness, you're, you're called upon, especially these days, a lot. And the, everybody's supposed to be taking some vacation now, President Livingstone. I mean, did you, did you get away at all, or, or your vacations basically having these executive sessions uh, while you're trying to go to the beach or wherever you go? Well, uh, I would say uh, this summer was a little unusual for us. I actually had double knee replacement surgery at the beginning of the summer, so we didn't do a normal vacation like we would. So I have not had any beach calls this year. I've had those in the past. Uh, but uh, So I've been in Waco uh, doing lots of uh, physical therapy and rehab and uh, trying to get ready for the fall semester. So, uh, so it's been a a busy but good summer, and I have to say I have a great team of people around me that make it possible for me to do a lot of these interesting things I have the opportunity to do, and you do get to where you do a little multitasking sometimes as well, so uh takes takes a village, as they say. Was this an old basketball injury that you had from your days at Oklahoma State uh, that you had to have addressed? I'm sure that didn't help all those years of uh, <laughs> up and down the court, uh, but uh and are you probable, at least for that first Baylor football game of the season? Oh, yeah. No, it was definitely years and years of basketball. I'd had two knee surgeries on both knees, and so I actually had both of them done this summer. But I am doing great. I am uh, ready to go for that first game. I don't think I'll be taking the field for Coach Aranda or anything, but uh, but I will be there greeting our alumni and cheering on our Bears for sure. We're excited about the start of the football season. All right, did Big 12 executives approve the application of Arizona as the 14th member last night? That's been reported. Is that, uh, is that accurate? Has that, uh, in fact, taken place? Yeah, I'm not going to speak to that right now, Matt. You know, these things continue to evolve, and uh, and we at, in the Big 12 are certainly looking at the opportunities that are out there, but uh, certainly nothing for me to report at this particular point in time. All right. Well, it it seems like it is all happening. Um, I mean, what are you? Do you get excited about this? Or are you kind of sad for like a conference at the Pac-12? I mean, in in some sense, it looks like it's going away. You used to live out in the West Coast. I mean, it's kind of a weird time, isn't it, to watch some conferences getting stronger and in one conference perhaps may not be viable any longer. 
Well, you know, it is really kind of hard to watch all of this. Of course, uh, uh, I grew up in the Big Eight and played in the Big Eight. So I've sort of been affiliated with that, the Big 12, for much of my life in different ways. And, of course, uh, there have been multiple chances along the way where people thought the Big 12 wasn't going to survive. And and certainly two years ago, I was deep in the middle of that as OU and Texas announced their departure. So I am deeply empathetic to the issues going on in the Pac-12 and the challenges that those schools face. And, you know, I think uh, the loss of a Power 5 conference is certainly not what I think any of us would would want to see because it just means fewer opportunities at the highest level for student-athletes to get to participate in athletics and everything. But there's also market realities out there. You know, lots of industries have uh, gone through these realignments and these restructurings for a variety of reasons. And I think in, in some ways we're seeing that in college athletics. And frankly, we've seen it off and on for a number of years in college athletics. So uh, while you hate to see it, uh, you also want to make sure that you're positioning yourself as well as you can for long-term success of, of your conference. So, you know, it's one of those, it's, uh, you have kind of mixed emotions about it as you watch what's happening. Great, great schools out there, old conference, affiliated with the Rose Bowl, one of the most iconic bowls that there is. And uh, so it, 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 it's hard to see all of this happening. And you have empathy for uh, your colleagues at really fine institutions, too, that are trying to navigate a very uncertain path and a lot of chaos right now. What about Colorado coming back? Are you happy to see the, the buffs back? I mean, that's a really interesting thing. 13 years ago, they leave. And now they come mm-hmm. back to the the Big Twelve. I mean, there's some symmetry involved in that. What it has to be a pretty exciting feeling to see them back in the conference. What were your thoughts on that? Oh, really excited to see Colorado coming back. Of course, um, I, I was not at Baylor when they left the conference, but uh, you know, hated to see that when those that set of schools left at that window of time. So really thrilled to see Colorado come back. Of course, they were in the Big Eight when I was a part of the Big Eight. And I actually, uh, when I was a, a young child, my dad was coaching at Oklahoma State, and uh, they used to have a, a Christmas basketball tournament in Kansas City for the Big Eight uh, men's basketball teams. And I think I was a second grader, and we went up one year, and they were playing a municipal auditorium. And you stayed in the Mulebach Hotel, which is now part of the Marriott. And I could remember being in the municipal auditorium with my dad and he introduced us to Sox Walseth, who was the coach of Colorado at the time. He actually later coached the women's team at Colorado uh, while I was playing at Oklahoma State. And so I just have these memories of Colorado, even from when I was a very, very young child. And so we're thrilled to have them back. And I think that's going to be an exciting addition to the conference and uh, really looking forward to our fans being able to go uh, out there to, to participate in, in games and activities. So uh, it, it's going to be a great addition and welcome welcome them back heartily for sure. President Livingstone, were you a uh, Cowboys fan? So like this Deion Sanders, does that, I mean, that's he's brought a lot of juice to that program. Um, that's that's got to be kind of fun to watch what he's doing and the galvanizing force that he is because Colorado's not the same as they were even a year ago. Uh, the way we think yeah. about their program, it seems more exciting, and um, and, and I'm sure you, uh, as a sports fan, remember Dion, and and uh, I'm just kind of curious what you what you think of all that. Well, yeah, I grew up uh, in in Oklahoma. We didn't have our own professional sports team, so I was absolutely a, a Cowboys fan growing up. Uh, uh, so yeah, he, I mean, obviously, he was a, a great 
athlete and, and a, a great personality as well. And, you know, to see that energy and excitement uh, kind of return to Colorado football is is good for the university and, and I think will be good for the conference. They've obviously got a, a wonderful history in football and had some wonderful teams through the years, uh, certainly, especially when they were back in the Big Eight. But uh, so I think it's it, he'll add a lot of enthusiasm and excitement, but we're excited about their other programs as well. And, and just the broad a quality institution academically, and they're going to add a lot to the conference uh, all the way around. What is the timeline, do you think, for getting uh, these schools in if they're coming? Arizona State and Utah being involved as well. It seems like uh, reported you all been talking to Arizona. I mean, could this seems like it's moving very quickly. Uh, could it be by the first of next week, middle of next week? Uh, what, what kind of timeline can you help us with? Uh, President Livingstone. Yeah, I'm not going to put a timeline on anything. I just think it's in everyone's best interest if all of this settles down sooner rather than later. We've had a lot of chaos in the system for several years in a row now, and I think that is hard on everybody. And so, you know, I think for the long run, we hope that things begin to settle down soon and then that we have some peace in the in the system for, for a number of years so that we can all just focus on what we really need to do, which is developing our student athletes and helping them to be successful as students and on the field and the court. And so, you know, I think that's what everybody's desire is, is to sort of bring, uh, bring calm to uh, the athletics world as soon as possible. You just needed Texas to leave president Livingstone um, to start bringing some of these schools back like Colorado. <laughs> I find it funny. They left 13 years ago. A lot of them didn't like what was going on with Texas. Texas leaves and now the conference expands, so it's really all you needed. I mean, uh, and it's hard to believe, isn't it, two years ago that where we were feeling and where we were like, okay, what, what do we do? And two years later, the conference is in a position of strength. Uh, things can change dramatically, can't they? They really can, and I, I, I'll i give credit in, to a lot of people along the way. You know, certainly Bob Bolsby helped us after OU and Texas left to really identify and bring in the four schools that are joining us now, uh, Houston, Cincinnati, UCF, and BYU. And and that really helped stabilize the conference. So we're thrilled about those schools joining. They've been wonderful partners even very early in the process. And then, of course, uh, bringing on Brett Yormark uh, to the conference and really uh, thinking differently about some things thinking about how we kind of rebuild the conference, rebrand the conference, think differently about how we do things. He's innovative, he's aggressive, and uh, and has been really important to us uh, through some ongoing, you know, kind of chaotic times. Uh, and I have to say the presidents and the athletic directors, um, it's a really collaborative, collegial group of people. Uh, we have very common values in what we're trying to accomplish both from a success athletically as well as academically. And I think that sense of unity has been really, really important to us as we've had to make some really big and important decisions over the last few years to ensure the stability and the success of the conference. How often do you talk to Brett Yormark? Um, Because he is a mover and a shaker. Um, You're the chair of the board of directors of the Big 12. Uh, Is it I mean, sometimes is it daily during all this that's been happening? Is it a, is it kind of a daily thing where you are on the phone? You not only Brett, but some of the other board members, the board of directors. 
you know, especially since I've become chair of the conference, uh, I, I talk to Brett very regularly. And then certainly Wendy Winterstein and uh, Doug Gerard, uh, Wendy at Iowa State and Doug at Kansas, uh, we stay in close touch as well. And, you know, we talk as often as we need to to address key issues going on in the conference. And uh, and we all try to be available for each other as we need to be. But, uh, but yeah, Brett and I talk very regularly on a variety of issues. And um, I always try to be available for him and he for me as we need to uh, as we're working through things. Do you think things can settle down? I mean, they don't ever seem to. I mean, ACC's out, um, you know, thinking about trying to Florida State's sounding like they might leave i mean i i don't i mean i think it's a worthy goal and we might like to see it but it doesn't seem like it's happening it seems like this super conference type idea everybody's kind of sprinting toward it what makes you think you could at some point actually calm things down and and restore some kind of calm um after what seems like chaos every summer yeah well, it, it is interesting. Uh, you know, it seems to be that right after all the football media day, something happens uh, that's been pretty common over the last few years. Uh, I've I jokingly said we need some more sports in the summer to keep people busy and occupied so that we don't have these things happening every summer. But, um, you know, I I kind of had, had, have thought that once all the major, you know, the Power Five schools got their media rights deals done this round, uh, that things would calm down and at least until, you know, those new media rights start to uh, come open again. Uh, and, you know, the Big Ten's up and then the Big 12 and then the SEC and then further on down the ACC. I think the real question there will be, and of course, no one thought this was going to happen to the Pac-12, right? So so all of this going on now is a little bit, I think, of a surprise for everyone. But um, I think the real key now, after we get through whatever ultimately transpires with the big, the Pac-12 schools, I think the real question will be how things play out with the ACC. And um, you know, that's a, a great conference as well. Uh, I know Jim Phillips well. It's their commissioner, so I know he's working hard on things there. So I think that will be the question: is whether they can hold things together and uh, and we get a little stability for a while, or whether they continue to have challenges. So you know, it, honestly, I think trying to predict what's going to happen in college athletics is uh, uh, a bit challenging these days, and and probably not a particularly fruitful task uh, because there's so much uncertainty. Do you buy into this strength in numbers? sort of mentality if if let's say that uh, big 12 gets to 16 is that sort of the safer route with what we're seeing around um college football right now they used to not want to divide it up as much and the big 12 even wanted to stay at eight at one point now there's a chance it, it gets to 16 what's your philosophy been on that and has it evolved a little bit even in the last year or so well, I think as you see what other conferences are doing, it does have some influence on thinking about what your size, how much scale you actually need to have, uh, partly in terms of driving uh, kind of the media rights conversations and everything, but um, also just in terms of what you do from a scheduling perspective. I do think that as your conferences spread more geographically, the additional scale of more teams can help because then it can help you manage travel and scheduling some uh, more than if you have a smaller conference that spread, you know, across a wider 
period of time. Because once you give above, above a certain size, then you can start thinking regionally about, uh, you know, pods or divisions or whatever, which can help you manage some of the travel and the cost, particularly for uh, non-football sports. Football, you don't travel near as much, obviously, because you don't play as many games. For some of the other sports, that's a lot more challenging. So, um, so those, especially as you become more national, that size can help you um, to create divisions or pods that can help manage uh, travel and schedules. Have you known President Robbins for a while in Arizona? And, and it just seems like he's had interest the whole time in what's happening with the Big 12. And then Mac having gone there, I, I'm sure that helps inform things a little bit um, because he sort of knows the culture, Arizona, all of that. What What is that? like as you have to make these decisions so quickly you sort of have to know okay who are we getting involved with like how much how much do you know about these schools that are that are seemingly maybe headed our way well the the higher education world particularly among you know power five athletics is actually a pretty small world and so uh not just because of what we do from an athletics perspective but president's you get to know presidents around the country, particularly those at institutions that that uh, you might be similar to either academically or athletically. We obviously see some of these folks at athletic events or at conferences and things. So you build relationships and you know people. Um, and then our athletic directors all get to know each other through the work that they do. So there's an awful lot of connections that you see between universities, between presidents and athletic directors in different conferences. So for the most part, you have really good insight into what those institutions are like, what their cultures are, and, and how they're going to fit uh, long before you ever have these kinds of conversations because you just are, you just work with these people in different ways, whether they're in your conference or not, and you get to know people. And frankly, people move between schools as well. So you've had opportunities to engage with them in other places. So uh, that probably is less of an issue than other things that institutions work through as they talk about these kinds of things, uh, because it is frankly a, a pretty small uh, world in terms of folks that you spend time with and get to know uh, through the work that we do academically and athletically. All right, and you've also been working on, like, NIL and, and hearing about all this uh, legislation. Um, do you think help is on the way, uh, President Livingstone, from Congress? Uh, I think uh, Senator Tuberville was involved in putting some things out. Um, do, do we? Does the NCAA truly need that right now? And, and um, I mean, that, that's another part I'm sure you've been focusing on is trying to address something that seems kind of out of control and that's the NIL and trying to come up with some sort of guardrails for that. Are you encouraged by anything that's happening that may it may help you address some of those things with the NCAA? Yeah, we've been working really closely um, with folks in Washington, D.C., both at the conference levels and at the NCAA level and even at the school level, uh, because we do believe that federal legislation could be extremely helpful to bring some consistency and uh, kind of sanity to the NIL world, primarily because there's 30 different state laws. It's very confusing for student athletes. There's very few protections of student athletes in the system. Uh, and, um, and so preemption of state law, you only get that through federal legislation. And we are, you know, I would say cautiously optimistic. There's several bills that have been uh, laid out in the Senate and one in the House. And there's a lot of elements of all of those that are very similar 
and that could be very, very helpful to us. You know, they're in early, early stages, so we're having opportunities to work with folks in the Senate and the House on those. But, you know, uh, there there seems to be interest. There seems to be an understanding that there's challenges in the space that federal legislation would help. Of course, as we all know, the devil's in the details, uh, but we're going to be patient and work diligently with folks on both sides of the aisle and in both the Senate and the House uh, to see if we can um, get some legislation passed this fall that could be helpful to protect our student-athletes and to kind of level the playing field and have some sort of commonality of guidelines and rules that will be helpful to everyone. All right, I do want to close. I ask you about that Herd Welcome Center. I've been hearing so much about it. I've been uh, offered a tour here lately, and so maybe the 14th I may show up and, and go look around that. But, I mean, that's going to be kind of the gateway for alums and folks coming in to, uh, to Baylor. It looks really, really cool from the highway. I'm sure you've kind of gone in there and gone through it uh, throughout the construction. Um, what can that be? For Baylor and and you know alums like myself, what what do you think that place can mean, and what's the what's the biggest thing it'll offer? Do you think folks coming into to, to Baylor games and coming into town? Yeah, well, I'm so glad you're going to get to come tour it. It is an amazing facility. It is just going to provide an amazing new front door to campus and really creates an experience for people that gives them a taste of Baylor in one place uh, as they come to campus, whether it's alumni, whether it's prospective students, or just people stopping uh, along I-35 that say, well, that's a cool-looking building. I wonder what that is. Uh, but it, it will have those those light towers. Uh, you can go inside those, and there's experiences inside those. There's a, a varsity coffee shop. There's a spirit shop. We have an alumni center in there, and then there's lounge space. Um, so it is going to just completely change the front door entrance to our campus and the experience that people have when they visit campus, whether it's for the first time or for the 50th time. And, of course, it's really conveniently located to the football stadium, of course, the new basketball pavilion. So uh, we can't wait for people to experience it. It is open now, kind of a soft opening. We'll start doing tours there in late August, our, our prospective student tours. So we encourage everybody when you're on campus to come by and see the Herd Welcome Center. Oh, you also need to know our, our Bear Cubs are going to be on campus before too long. So when you come see the Herd Center, you need to come by and see the Cubs on campus. So Indy and Bell will be glad to welcome everybody to campus uh, before too long. Can we get a can we get a date um, on those Bear Cubs? I've been kind of very excited about that. I saw a picture of them in a tree the other day. I guess they're off campus somewhere right now. Um, what are we what are we thinking? So you're saying before the freshmen show up on campus, the Cubs could be living in the habitat or what, what are we what are we moving toward there? Yeah, that's the plan is that we're going to move them to campus uh, pretty close to the time that the students come. But on August 26th, the day we have meet the Bears at the football stadium for our student athletes, we're going to have meet the Cubs that morning at the Bear Habitat. So I, I know that date for sure will be one. People will be able to see them out uh, that morning on campus. So. Okay, that may be out there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's breaking news, though, President. I was hoping you would break some news on Arizona and these other schools, but we'll, we'll stick with Bear Cubs here. I bet the first gent, tell him I said hello, by the way. I bet he's kind of excited about, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, but I bet he's excited about the prospect of Arizona coming in as basketball because he may be the number one basketball fan we have. Uh, and uh, so anyway, I, I, something tells me he kind of likes that fit. But that's just me talking, okay? I'm not 
I'm not trying to draw you off well, sides. Well, you can't can't beat big the Big 12 for basketball. And as you know, we are great fans. But, yes, Brad will be excited for Big 12 basketball, that's for sure. All right. Well, listen, great to um... – Great to visit with you. Lots of exciting things happening. Freshman class about to report. I imagine this is a big, as big as usual. I mean, all the uh, in the fifth generation of the Mosleys slash Hendricks, uh, my nephew will be part of that class. Ah, President Livingstone. That's wonderful. right. Wonderful. Yes, John. Excited to welcome him. Yeah, I got a great class. It's, they're they're going to be wonderful. They've been very engaged this summer, so we're excited to welcome them. Okay, I'll send him over to the house. Okay, you do that, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, anytime. Thanks, Matt. You bet. There she goes. President Livingstone. President Linda Livingstone on the Matt Mosley Show. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner's Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes, and remember, we're just a beat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at FixItJimmy.com. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox. Cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones. Big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audio is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, uh, President Livingstone. Great to uh, have her on. Nice to have Matt Lively on and talking about Arizona State. We had uh, heard from Blake Shapin and... Tomorrow, let's see. 
Uh, we may hear a little bit from uh, Cowboys offensive coordinator. We had an exclusive uh, sit down with him, and we'll be taping a podcast tomorrow featuring him. And uh, uh, for that matter, Troy Aikman will be uh, on our next episode of the Doomsday podcast. And uh, man, it's been a uh, it's been quite a day. We've uh, been bringing you news on the ACC. Possibly, uh, uh, you know, meeting to think about would they want to add Stanford and Cal? Um, it's one of the rare times in sports, Aaron, where uh, the the school's academic reputation, quite honestly, um, outweighs its uh, athletic reputation, and um, they've been having conversations about the uh, Pac-12 schools. For about a year, apparently, ACC. Of course, they didn't think to act on it like the Big 12 did, but uh, good for the ACC. They've been thinking about it for a long time, and now perhaps the calculus has changed. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, nice job. Another day in the books. We'll do it again tomorrow, starting at 3 o'clock. John Morris at 2, press box at noon. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at Coach Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. Beginning our final week of Big 12 football previews with every Big 12 school now in fall camp. Coming up, we'll check in at Baylor. Hear from head coach Dave Aranda as the Bears open camp on Thursday, back on the practice field again this afternoon. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Hi, Kyle Citrano here with George's Restaurant, Bar, and Catering to tell you about what's new this season. Come enjoy one of our brand new Big O cocktails and try some of our new items like avocado toast, Italian nachos, and shrimp and grits. You can watch the game on our 200-inch Big O screens at either location. Check out our new menus and party package options online at georgeswaco.com or come see for yourself. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner Monday through Saturday at both of our locations. George's number one at 1925 Spate Avenue and George's number two at 1201 Hewitt Drive. Sick'em Bears. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, 